Hello, welcome everyone to Drinkin' Geek OST. This is a show where we drink beer and listen to geeky soundtracks. The episode you're listening to is a thing that's near and dear to my heart. It is Warcraft. Uh, and today's near and dear Warcraft episode has a beer to me that has a name of my hometown. Uh, it is the uh, Fort from Two Toms Brewing Company. Uh, I am player one, the Duke. I am a solo player today. I'm just reliving my best childhood with you guys. Uh, the track you were listening to is Calling of Stratholme. It is technically from World of Warcraft. It's not from Warcraft, even though it is still fr- Warcraft's uh, franchise. I'm definitely going to be doing the history and the evolution of Warcraft um, instead of, you know, just talking about everything that he's basically done. All right, so today's beer is from Two Toms Brewing Company, and it is The Fort. It is a New England-style pale ale brewed with Amarillo, Citra, and Talus hops. Uh, it is 4.5% ABV, and I don't have any IBUs for it, uh, so I guess we're going to be playing uh, our favorite game. So I poured it out initially, and this had like it was like super heady, so I had to you know kind of let it go down, and I literally had like an inch in the glass. There's so much head from it. Uh, the second pour, much much better. Uh, there was nothing there. Uh, headwise, it's about, I don't know, half an inch, whatever. So, uh, a much better pour. First one, that was on me. Uh, so this one, the can for this is, uh, very stylish. It is much better than previous cans I've gotten, uh, from Two Toms. Uh, they have stepped up their can game, I'll be honest. Uh, but this one is like a silhouette of the downtown Fort Wayne. So you have your city county building. Uh, your bank building, the tall one right there, the, the courthouse, you know, things like that. And it's a black can and it's just, you know, like a, a very gray and green silhouette, I guess. Uh, almost Statue of Liberty style. Then it has the two in the background, like a moon or a sun or whatever. And, you know, it's good for good for the brand. Uh, but it's a nice can. It's like a, a sticker put on an aluminum can type of thing. Well, the color of this one, is it's a little bit orange. Hard to tell uh, how orange it is, um, but... Whatever coloring I do have from this, uh, just looking at different uh, angles, it's it's kind of like a Star Fox or a Clyde's Ghost. Um, just depends on what kind of lighting you're looking at. So I'll probably just go with the Star Fox. The smell, not a whole lot of smell there. It could be because I'm, you know, overcoming a cold or something. But I do smell a little bit of citrusy. I do smell the pale ale. It's not an IPA, uh, but the hops are there. You can You can definitely smell it. Um, but other than that, it's, it's very faint on the smells. If there are citrus there, it's just very, it's just faint. All right. Taste it. Uh, definitely has that pale ale taste. If you are familiar with a whole lot of them, um, like, uh, a bass or, uh, Osiris or, you know, anything like that. It's not quite an IPA, but it has that pale taste, um, which, you know, some people dig. Uh, this one is a little bit more juicier. It is on the, the New England side. Can't really taste what the, like, the f- juicy fruits notes are. I'm not really sure. But it is, I mean, it is citrusy. Uh, probably just from the citra hop. It's very, I guess, piney. Uh, and it's got that pale taste. You know, if you're drinking a pale ale, that's, you know, the type of taste you're going to get. Uh, but all around, all around, pretty good. 
Um, so we have 54 ratings on Untapped, uh, giving it a 3.89%, or not percent, 3.89 uh, bottle caps. Uh, I've, I've checked this in. I'll save it for the end. Uh, but I have one friend who checked this in. Um, Keith checked it in. Uh, he said very light, easy drinking with a citrusy flavor and has a nice hoppy finish, like a light version of their New England's. It really does have that light feel to it. Like, um, you know, if you're drinking one of those, uh, I guess Oscar Blue has one or the half hearted or the light hearted, uh, from Bell's. It's kind of like that. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that this is exactly like that with how light it is, but. It just has that light flavor, that light taste, but it's still pretty, pretty hoppy. So what we got across the world, I mean, there's only 54 check-ins, so uh, we'll see what people say, if they say anything. Just a bunch of pictures so far, a few ratings, no commentary, a lot of pictures. Um, very different, not in a bad way, though, Dennis said, and he gave it a four. Um, show more, I guess. Um, oh, that was my comment. There you go. Uh, fruity on the nose. When you take a drink, you're waiting for it to stop in the face with hops and bitterness, but it never really comes. Mellows right out. It finishes with citrus and fruit. Thanks to Jerry for the street. He's hanging out with his friend Jerry, or he made a Tom and Jerry joke. All right, might as well rate this in uh, now, just to to keep it going is just be there's no banter between all of us uh so yeah right here i said tasty but not the best nipa i've had from tom and it's not a nipa i should like correct that it is just a new england pale ale but i did give it a four it's still pretty good you know not gonna fault him for it it's still pretty good all right, so today's episode as i teased earlier was about the evolution of warcraft and the main person that I wanted to kind of talk about today is Glenn Stafford. Uh, this is kind of a composer spotlight, uh, but I'd be doing a disservice if I was just saying it's a specifically a composer spotlight of just this man for the Warcraft franchise, especially since there's been so many composers who's worked on all these tracks and did helps with the arrangements and all those things. Uh, but I, well, But I will say that he has been helpful in all of these. His name is on every single one of these composer lines for all these games. And so he's got to get some credit. All right. So Glenn Stafford studied classical music. He has a progressive and contemporary rock background. He was hired by Blizzard on a one-week trial basis working out of Mike Morhaime's office. On... Basically, his first task was working with the music and the sound effects for Lost Vikings and getting that ported over to uh, PC version. He went on to work on the OSTs for multitude of projects for Blizzard, including the Warcraft games and some of World of Warcraft. Uh, we're going to focus on the evolution of the Warcraft music. So I'm going to start off by playing some title tracks. Alright, so the first one is Warcraft, Orcs and Humans. The original release date was November 23rd, 1994. 
Uh, the composers for this were Chris Palmer, Glenn Stafford, Gregory Alpier, and Rick Jackson. Basically, it repeats this. Um, so, uh, Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness. Uh, original release date was December 9th, 1995. The composer uh, standalone was Glenn Stafford. They didn't have anybody else marked down uh, at all for this. Uh, Warcraft 2 Beyond the Dark Portals release date was May 16th, 1996. Oh no, with the same composer. So the song is a little bit longer than the first one. my favorite game. Warcraft 3, The Reign of Chaos. So Warcraft 3, The Reign of Chaos. Original release date was July 3rd, 2002. The composers were Derek Duke, Glenn Stafford, Tracy Bush, and Jason Hayes. I feel like I put the most time into this game. Maybe World of Warcraft has eclipsed it. Um, but it's pretty much, you know, on point. And lastly, on the title tracks, we have The Frozen Throne. This, um, I suppose, is also part of the, the length of time it playing this, this game was the, the part that I had a Frozen Throne as well. Uh, so Warcraft 3, The Frozen Throne, original release date July 1st, 2003. The buzzer Tracy Bush, Victor Cruz, Derek Duke, Jason Hayes, and Glenn Stafford. A little bit more somber. I mean, that is pretty much the game 
if you know anything about the Warcraft stories, you, you go from the Reign of Chaos, um, where you have warring tribes uh, fighting each other, uh, to the Frozen Throne, which you have one um, basic, you know, basically the Forsaken uh, with the crown taking over and everybody's teaming up against them, essentially. You still have your factions, but uh, you, they all have one common goal. So it's a little bit more somber uh, to get going. All right, so that, that's basically the this, the opening titles that you come uh, that you come to when you turn the game on. Um, but you have more more sounds that are, uh, I guess, resonate more with the casual player. Uh, and those are basically the playable race uh, tracks. So in the first couple, you only had like human and orc. You didn't have anything else. Uh, and then they introduced two more races in the Warcraft 3. And so we'll get a little bit more sounds from them. But to get things going, uh, we're just going to stick to the humans, and then we'll go to the orcs. And then after that, we're going to look at the uh, undead and then the uh, night elf. So to get things going, we have human stuff. And this is Warcraft humans and orcs, the first one. technically call this human one uh there's about six human tracks um but this is like the one of the first sounds you come across like ambient sounds in the game Flip over to two, see how two sounds. Very similar sounds. So here's human three. It's all very similar. Ooh, that's an interesting little thing. All right, um, then we're going to jump on over to human theme for Warcraft 2. That sounds like the title track, I'll be honest. 
flip on over to Human 2 then. having a lot of like these <laughs> these moments of joy if you will no more humans just take a look at number three very cheery this one is of course, the other ones were kind of like down in the dumps and somber. I am a big fan of this. Very piratey, but of course, it's, you know, Tides of Darkness. Makes sense, you know. Uh, open waters. All right, here's one uh, for Warcraft 3. Um, this one is called Black Rock and Roll. It was just the music with all the um, voices cut out. This is basically the sound you hear when you're doing the mission. fall essentially the story of how the under city started uh, this essentially Arthas getting his um, getting the crown and how their city was taken over by the undead My favorite parts is just basically if you look at the human's uh, image on the, the disc, you see Arthas, and then on the Frozen Throne one, you also see Arthas. Alright, we're going to take a look at the Frozen Throne human now. actually very fitting for uh, the concept of this game for the humans he's lost their leader to the um, the Frostmourne so this is very 
somber. I remember playing this game. Humans are okay. I was always a fan of Night Elves. Just for, you know, hero choices and uh, mobs you can choose. Um, but I did like some of the heroes that you were able to pick for human. It was worth picking the Uther or the guy in the horse, the Archmage. Uh, let's jump on over to the orcs now. We're going to dive back into Warcraft 1. So you kind of have like this playful sound, kind of like a, a in a tavern. Kind of, you know, I don't know, hoodwinky on the other side of the law, you know, that type of thing. Just, you know, from just the feels. Let's take a look at Orc 2. Little bit of changes, nothing too much though. But yeah, there hasn't been really been much of a change at all for this. Take a look at number three. A whole lot of depth. They really didn't like the orcs back in Warcraft 1. It's really just like the same. Disappointing. Kind of disappointing, yeah. Um, alright, well then let's hope that Warcraft 2 did the orcs a little bit better. the harpsichord in the background. I mean, I still get the vibe, the, the same old vibe that I got before. Just a little bit more playful with the harpsichord and a little more depth with the bass, but it's still kind of like the dun 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 
There's not a whole lot of depth. It kind of feels like they just hate the orcs. Well, that was fun. Uh, here we go with the Warcraft 3 version. This one is called Bloodlust. Some horns in the background. Skip ahead a little bit. It's kind of ambient, like just a lot of horns. A little bit of uh, um, acoustic uh, drumming and stuff. What about Doomhammer's Legacy? We'll jump ahead a little bit. Pretty much everything that we have so far on Orcs in Warcraft 3 has been kind of just like ambient sounds. There isn't really much music. Here we go. That's what I like to hear. No longer has the vibe of like back alley tavern. Party goers. All right, let's take a look at the Frozen Throne. Like the percussion, very tribal.
Yeah, very just percussion-y. Skip ahead a little bit. This is uh, kind of rocking. A lot of percussion. Of uh, fun bits to it, I do like the the, per the percussion bit to it. All right, uh, we're moving on to the undead. Uh, like I said earlier, undead didn't exist as a playable class, uh, so we're gonna jump right into Warcraft three for the undead because that's when it did start. All right, so the blight. It's supposed to be like very spooky. We got arcane echoes. This is not a whole lot to these. I guess this is just like ambient music and ambience. Aaron waves. Some music I'm familiar with. Hopefully, it picks up in. Frozen Throne. We can take a look at that now. Basically, the, all the same, just very doom and gloom. Uh, kind of sound like dead rockers, you know. 
I mean, I guess it's supposed to be ominous. You're the undead, right? But it kind of just goes on for a, a while like that. Um, so now let's go to the Night Elf and Warcraft 3 as well. This one's called the Arrival at Kalimdor. I think this one's far, by far the best one. Music right off the bat. And then I have always had my favorite heroes with the priestess and the moon. Keeper of the Grove. So just nice, you know, everything's combined and so lively. Big fan. Um, what else we got in here? Uh, the tracks. Uh, we have the Awakening. Gong, nice. Not as good as the first song. But still, Night Elf, obviously, is my favorite thus far. Right, let's take a look at the Night Elf for the Frozen Throne. soul into the night elf and didn't care about the other ones. Actually bobbed my head to this one. Huge fan. stuff to that otherwise we'll be just listening to that song for the longest time all right so uh this is a game where you have to win 
obviously there's some objective and so uh, I, I did have the the victories and the defeats, but I just really thought that the victories are the way to go. Who cares if you lose? Nobody wants to hear the music of that, at least uh, when you're trying to compare all these and, you know, potentially could run out of time. So we're just going to do uh, victories. So the uh, we're going to just do the, the Warcraft victories, Warcraft 2 victories, and then so on and so forth. So we're going to start with the human victory for Warcraft 1. The dialogue always got me. Very cheery, very winny, you know? It's good. Um, next would be the orc victory, if you actually won as an orc. No dialogue at all, just straight to the music. And it's almost like a... Honestly, it's almost like a human law sound. Or just like, yeah, I'm rubbing it in your face now. Alright, to the Warcraft 2 human victory. Basically, it sounds like a parade music. You know, things are... Or you're on your way up to the throne room to receive an award. Pretty much. Um, next would be the orc victory. It just seems very mischievous. Like, you shouldn't have won. Next will be the human victory for Warcraft 3, the Reign of Chaos. It does feel like great accolades. But it wasn't a whole there wasn't a whole lot there. Hopefully the orc one will have something. Definitely back to the tribal sound with the beating of the drums. Do 
see you just, like hanging out in a circle, beating your drums, like cheering that you won. Alright, next up on the list would be the Undead Victory. Very freaky. It's like a demon is like saying, Yeah, you won. <laughs> Very weird. All right, let's take out the, the night of one. continue to have the best sounds holy crap that's neat big fan of the night elf sound all right and then we're going to finish up uh with doing warcraft 3 for the frozen throne uh, again we're going to start with the human It is very similar to Warcraft 3, The Reign of Chaos, but it's, again, you, you just lost your king, your leader, to the darkness. So like, you can't really see them like being super excited or anything like that. Uh, but I guess it's still one, so I guess you're still, you know, trying to, trying to enjoy it. Is the orc one again? Too exciting yet again for the orc one, just percussiony chance. Uh, the undead one for Frozen Throne. Yep, it's basically the exact same. Yeah, the exact same. Nothing has changed. And then we have the Night Elf one. And of course, this one did not change either. So, neat. Didn't modify, didn't change. It's just the other two did a little bit. So, we should make sure that we, we covered those. Um, this, this game did get remastered um, recently. Um, didn't really play or look up any of those tracks. Uh, I can't imagine... I think the quality of sound got better, but that I don't think it actually changed any of it. Um, so if you you know if you if you have these games available to you, go ahead and play them. They're a ton of fun. I do enjoy them a lot. Um, it's my childhood right here playing this game. I think I sent more hours into this game than any other game that I had ever had. Um, and I think I think WoW has surpassed that one for sure. Uh, but I don't know, I had plenty of years of just nothing but playing this, these games. So, yeah, that's this is it for the music. Uh, it is a blast uh, for me to be able to do something like this, especially since this is something that I am very passionate about. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us at the show, uh, you can 
pretty much just go to any of our socials. Uh, Drinking Geek Out is our main social. Uh, again, we didn't really think it was necessary to separate D-Ghost uh, for our socials. We're all the same people. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash uh, Drinking Geek Out. We have a Patreon if you want to sub to us. Uh, by all means, do not feel necessary to do so. But we're trying to get a Discord going uh, for just all of our members and for uh, Patreon members have you know additional channels or whatever. We have a thread list with t-shirts and uh, mask designs. If you go on there, you'd be able to find a couple of the D-Ghost designs, which are pretty neat. Um, if you uh, want to email us, drinkinggeekout at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any like ideas for shows or you know what you want, just feel free to reach out to us. Anyway, uh, your feedback is appreciated. We do enjoy uh, being able to do things like this. So, uh, anyways, I do appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, if you've made it this long, kudos. It was amazing, and I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, so, is it for this solo episode? Um, see you on the flip side. Still no outro.